From atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, West. you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman and Kirk Crosby live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that it was refused to use, no doubt, starts now. This is the broadcast for August 15th in the year of our Lord, 2019. This is our one of two, and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide, and absolutely we're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers, one of the great peaceful restorative solutions we have at our fingertips. As you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restitution peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live, on-demand radio, live or on-demand at your fingertips, libertyroundtable.com. If you like what we do, if you believe we provide value, please reciprocate. Donate today. Every penny will help grow our presence in the media as we tell the tale of liberty. Welcome to the broadcast. A quick recap of yesterday's show. We had our buddy Larry Pratt with us. Discussion of all things liberty. We talked about, they called him Frito. CNN's Chris Cuomo whacked out. The guy freaked, man. He erupted. And I guess Chris Cuomo uh, once referred to himself as Frito in a radio interview. What does that ail to? Or hail to, I should say. Uh, the movie. What does it mean? I guess like mafia, dumb little brother kind of a thing. Stupid little brother or whatever. Uh, but the bottom line is Trump criticized CNN host on Twitter writing, I thought Chris was Frito also. Bottom line, they're saying it's a racial slur and it's out of control. And, well... You know, it's a big old distraction, folks. I don't understand it, except for they're creating a racial divide on every topic. Any comment anybody makes is absolutely, they make a mountain out of a molehill on things like this. They blow them way out of proportion. Is using Frito a good term? Probably not. But is it racially tinged? Is it ethnically uh, insensitive? I I don't think so. It was a reference to the movie. It's like calling the actor the Terminator, right? Uh, and Chris referred to himself in kind of a mafioso interview uh, as the same term. So, you know, what gives with all this? And the answer is the media wants to divide us. The media wants us to just double down in hate, double down in division, double down in destruction. It's a sad tale to tell. Meanwhile, Freedom Watch, Larry Clayman and crew, opens investigation into Epstein murder. They're flat out calling it a murder. The attorney crew over with Larry Clayman. Uh, Bill and Hillary Clinton, the number one suspects. See, I don't believe that. I believe it goes way above and beyond Bill and Hillary personally. Oh, do I think they're involved? Absolutely. Clayman questioned, did Hillary Clinton and her henchmen order a mafia hit? I don't know. I don't believe the story the government's telling us. I'll tell you that right now. Milk, cereal, and massages at Epstein's Florida home, writes the New York Times. Uh, bottom line is they're really trying to get the American people in, in a tizzy over this Jeffrey Epstein thing. Why? I don't know. We got distractions everywhere in the media. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, according to the um, Washington Post, Donald Trump has lied on an average of 13 times a day since he took office, since becoming president, if you will. Um, wow. If that's true. Makes you wonder, how often does the media lie? Because they have fake news going on everywhere. I mean, almost everything they tell you is a lie or a manipulated truth in some way. An alternative set of facts, as they like to call it, right? 
police said a man vandalized a Pennsylvania Planned Parenthood office. I guess he smashed the window with a brick, and then I guess he wrote, spray-painted the words, um, blessed are those who mourn on one of the interior walls. Uh, Look, I reject everything that Planned Parenthood and the abortion mills stand for. I'm a thousand percent against them. But I would never, I repeat, never encourage violence or vandalism or any law-breaking to any of these groups. If you disagree with the Planned Parenthood groups, there's ways to advocate for change that can stand for pro-life. And there's ways not to go about it. And I'm telling you right now, taking the law into your own hands and or stooping to the level of some of these creepos that take violent and or uh, action that would be destructive in any nature against, you know, private property. Look, we stand for the protection of life, liberty, and property. So anyway, we condemn uh, the violence or the the vandalism that took place there, uh, even against a Planned Parenthood. And this is where we apply the principles fairly on both sides of the aisle or both sides of any discussion. We're honest and open about issues based on principle, not politics. So we condemn that violence against Planned Parenthood, and we stand with Planned Parenthood. I hope they get their property restored and fixed, and hey, you don't like Planned Parenthood, fine. But you got to go about it a better way than that. I'll tell you that right now. I guess uh, Nike Adventure Club launches a kid subscription service, according to USA Today. I guess it's going to cost anywhere from thirty to fifty bucks uh, per month. Pretty darn expensive, if you ask my opinion. But they got the uh, Nike Adventure Club subscription service for kids. They say it's the first subscription service for kids. It'll help you know parents with shoes as kids are growing. They can get shoes and. You know, pretty neat, but pretty expensive. They say they got a lot of games and a lot of other things surrounding parents spending time with children. In general, I like the idea of parents spending time with children. That's a good idea. I don't think I could afford the plan, though, personally. I got to look, uh, especially when children's feet are growing so quickly, I got to look at discount stores for shoes and other places like that. Otherwise, I'll just flat out go broke. You know, I've got eight children and, you know, hey, 50 bucks a kid times eight. What's that, 400 bucks a month on shoes? I don't think so, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, that's just how it is for me. But a lot of folks are signing up. There's a big old waiting list for this thing. China is a threat, but America can prevail. Only Donald Trump has been willing to take on the Middle Kingdom. Incredible article by Pat Buchanan. Uh, Pat Buchanan, incredibly insightful there. Why do we Chinese love coming to America? Shh, it's the shopping, writes an author in USA Today. Yeah, talked about that. China has become a very hostile, formidable enemy, folks. Uh, We've built them over the last 50 years with our massive trade deficits. Why have we done that? I don't know, but they've plowed it into military capabilities and plowed it into um, becoming a real challenger, economically speaking. They back the principles of communism, but they've embraced enough principles of the free markets to take advantage of us, and we've fallen for it hook, line, and sinker. Trade wars, struggling farmers, Trump ruining our markets. They say no one's buying our product no more. CNBC. Um, I have one response to that. They're lying again. This is an example of alternative facts or fake news. What do you mean no one's buying our products no more? Uh, the Chinese are literally leaving China, coming to America on vacation, buying up all the product they can and taking it back to China. Why? Because the communist Chinese are so hostile, so abusive, so communist in nature that they can't even buy the goods they make for us in their own country. So they love the idea of coming to America, being able to buy the things they can't get and bringing it back to China. 
So let me get this right. We import stuff from China. The Chinese have to come here to buy it and then go back to their homelands where they made it in the first place. That's how communism works, folks. It's evil. And uh, that's why. So what do you mean no one's buying our stuff? The two stories are in absolute conflict. Uh, Where does the truth lie? And the answer is somewhere in between. Bernie Sanders, for example, is whacked out as all get out. Number one, as a senator, he's sworn an oath to the supreme law of our land, the Constitution. Meanwhile, he wants to add new, quote, rights to the U.S. Constitution, wants to rewrite the document to include wages, health care, education, housing and retirement. I mean, the guy's a nutcase, folks. But that's what you get when you have socialism, nothing more than soft communism. Uh, what? Socialism, communism, dressed up in a suit, making you feel good about it? Is that how it is? All roads lead to the same tyrannical nature, folks. New video documents how states, I guess, stole a four-year-old. They took the kid. Yeah. Homeschool activists are creating a campaign to restore the child to the family. They call it a victimized family. Bob Unruh over at WND doing a great job standing up for homeschoolers. Thank you, Bob, and thank you, WND. Shame on the government in this case. What a tragedy. Dellingpole, great author in Breitbart. Every story you read about the environment is hashtag fake news. Yeah, yes, indeed. Number sign fake news. Lawns, that's your lawn, you know, like out in your front yard, right? Lawns are symbols of racism and bad for global warming rights, the New York Times. When these people lost their marbles, go lay down on your lawn sometime on a hot day. You'll find your lawn quite cool in comparison. I think that the uh, natural environment and the growth and the, brings a lot of cooling. Does it not? Epstein, dead or alive. Body photos are now raising questions. Nobody trusts anything that the government says anymore except for the left. Well, I don't like the left-right paradigm in the first place, but I get it. The liberals are loving government because that's where they go to all solutions, right? Election 2020. Seven compelling reasons for Michelle Obama to run. Uh, This story's kind of warped out, but, you know, there you go. Will Michelle run? As Kurt always says, nothing's official until it's been denied. So, you know, I guess Michelle denying she's going to run. Whether she will or won't, don't know. Time will tell, but I find that interesting. Uh, They keep her in the news. Keep her low-level popularity, if you will. Uh, She's extremely popular, but, I mean, low-level, just always a little news story about Michelle. She's traveling here. She's... You know, renting a shark house on vacation over here. She might run for president over there. You know, always keeping low level in the news. Just remind you, Michelle's popular, and someday she's going to surface, right? That's how it is. And they do that with their favorite politicians. They do the same thing to Hillary. Always in the news about something. Oh, Hillary had a grandchild. Oh, um, Michelle this. Oh, Melania, or not Melania. Um, Oh, Michelle's daughter this, or, or, you know, I can't remember the daughter's names of the, the, you know, Michelle and Barack, but uh, nevertheless, they're always just in the news. Oh, they're going to college now. Oh, they got married now. Oh, this and that. Always keeping them in the news because you know what? They might want to resurrect them politically someday and pop them in somewhere and give them more clout and more prestige than they've already got. Always on the public dole, I might add. Right? There you go. All right, quick pause. Brian Russ coming up in seconds. We're going to talk about money. Got a whole lot of news that networks refuse to use straight ahead on your favorite news that networks refuse to use. Talk station.
So, you love talk radio, then you'll love TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStream Live is always on, 24-7, with the best streaming talk shows. Find your favorite talkers and discover some new ones. It's free, readily available online, or on mobile with any smartphone or tablet. Finding your favorite talk shows all in one place has gotten a whole lot easier. Just go to TalkStreamLive.com. Be sure to download the free apps from Google Play or the iTunes App Store. Talk Right, the conservative app offered by TalkStream Live that caters exclusively to the conservative talk radio community. Here you'll see only talk shows and podcasts from the conservative right, all the big broadcast names and online digital shows in one place. Talk Right makes it easy to find all your favorite conservative talkers with all the upscale features you come to expect from TalkStream Live. Keep up with the fast-paced political world. Download Talk Right today from Google Play or the App Store. Do we reflect about our future and where we as a culture are moving? Do we keep our trust in our jobs, homes, money, life necessities, investments, stock markets? Do we believe that our 401ks or other retirements will always be there and that the current economic order will recover? Is the economy going to recover and life return to normal? It ain't going to happen by a friend of Medjugorje. Whether you are poor, middle class, or rich, it ain't going to happen. A book of astounding revelations about the present economic order and where we are heading. It ain't going to happen by a friend of Medjugorje. To order, visit medj.com, spelled M-E-J.com, or call Caritas in the U.S., 205-672-2000, 205-672-2000. That was a recap of the news the networks refused to use yesterday. Available on demand at libertyroundtable.com. Hard-hitting news the networks refused to use. No doubt starts now. Kirk Crosby with me. Welcome, sir. Buenos dias. Greetings and salutations. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Thank you, Sam. You're very welcome, sir. Our buddy Brian Rust, RustQuinnandGift.com with us as well. Him and his family have been in the coin business for over 50 years, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, we're talking about our Honest Money Report. Brian, welcome back, brother. Thank you very much. Glad to be with you guys. All right. Let's catch up really quick. What's going on? How much is gold and silver spot right now? Uh, Gold is at 1511.9. Now, by the way, that's up a lot, right? Yeah, we're, we're yeah we're climbing. One fifteen. What again? Fifteen eleven point nine. One thousand five hundred eleven point nine. Okay, point nine. So a nine cent zero nine. Point nine zero. Oh nine zero. All right. Sorry about that. My error. I got to work on my math. I'm trying to type and do math at the same time. And hey, I got to rely on Kirk Crosby to help me with the math. What about silver? Silver is at 17.23. Now that's up quite a bit, right? Yeah, they're both they're both increasing. Uh, we've seen a good jump, you know, since the first of the year and and so on. I remember gold at 1200, so not too long ago. Wow. So that's quite a bit up. Does that mean the dollar's down? Because a lot of people believe gold goes up, and I believe gold really holds its stability, uh, and the dollar's what melts down. So the dollar really dropped a bit, didn't it? Is the real truth? Yeah, but, 
Yeah, yeah, that's correct. But the dollar's been bad for. I mean, we used to hear on the news uh, a number. You know, every day I I turn on the news and they would give a gold and silver report and tell us where, and then they'd give us a deficit of where the deficit is. Yeah, we don't hear any anything about that. So I, I believe that the dollar's been really bad for a long time. You got that right. Kurt, what do you think this means? A lot of people are talking recession now. The stock just dropped a bit, and everybody's like, hey, man, uh, there's jitters around the world. The world's not doing near as good as everybody thought it was, man. Uh, and so people are starting to panic because of the, quote, global uh, slowdown. Kurt, you want to respond to that? Well, um, I think we talked about this a while back. It seemed like, you know, to me, it's almost every August you see this kind of stuff. And you, you see the Congress taking off or recessing or whatever. Uh, and um, then you see these uh, increases in the uh, price of gold or and silver, uh, it seems like to me. But, you know, maybe I'm just, you know, Shangri-La or I don't know uh, remembering something that wasn't there but uh, you know and then you see the stock market uh, they've been uh, the standard media has been trying to push that thing down and beat up the economy as long as they could since the president got elected and this timing will work out just right for them because you know now they're a little bit more than a year away from the election and so they're trying to uh, drop that thing as much as possible that's what i see yeah i think you're right uh, so there's two kind of stock market um i don't know what you want to say consistent patterns and kurt's highlighted one of them brian which is in august always when everybody's coming back to school when congress is getting back in session when whatever or congress is on vacation right you know in the middle of there uh, we always see a, a, a turmoil in the stock market and what's interesting to me is the mainstream press knows this but yet they panic as if it's something new oh my gosh we're about to go off the cliff and they spin this narrative which i would just say exacerbates the problem significantly instead of saying hey this is cyclical just relax and step back a minute and be um, let's not add fuel to this fire kind of thing. They add fuel to the fire every time. That's number one. Number two, it happens two times really a year that I know of, primarily in August. And then in October, right before November elections, it always seems to bust crazy uh, as well. How come? Are they playing games with us? Or is this a normal cyclical reality? Well, I, I think they try to feed the fire. I mean, they, they're you know creating this scenario just so people will... You know, look at both, you know, our elections, what's happening, what's this, this president, especially, right, you know, we've had such a push when this, you know, when Trump got into office of, of just so much corruption and negativism and just everything, and, and, and they're going to continue to push based on, a, on an election year, uh, you know, we're coming elections. And, and so, yeah, I mean, it, we, we see it, we see it during that, these period of times, just as you, you've, uh, you know, allotted to, so... Yeah, that's a you know good question, but I I don't know if do we panic as a result of some of these things we we're starting to see these same scenarios over time. I think see, that, I and think I think I think that the in the news when they know this full well like they do, okay, they know full well this is a cyclical reality, and I don't know if it spells trouble for the economy or not uh, yet because it's too early to know, right? We see this cyclically or pattern 
uh, all the time. And I don't know if it means trouble for the economy or not, but I do know this. For me to get out in front and suggest it's trouble and, oh, my gosh, Donald's on the ropes and tariffs are at fault and, and Donald's trade wars everywhere are the issue and it's a meltdown. And it seems to me like for political reasons, they're literally um, almost creating a – what do they call that thing? A self-fulfilled prophecy, I think, is the way they term this usually, Brian. What, what the heck's up with that? I mean, why would they do such a thing? Everybody's wealth is at stake. Everybody's stability is at stake. Doing that is just completely irresponsible in the media. And both sides of the aisle and both sides of the debate, liberals, conservatives, whatever you want to call it, left, right, they all do it. Why? What the heck are they doing? There's no value in it that I can see. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I don't think there's any value in it as well. But it's 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 news. It's it's something that people are going to they're going to get them to buy into. Uh, and they can present their agendas. Uh, you know, I, I, I kind of think that, you know, looking at some of the, the, the real factors, I mean, if you go back to 08, um, you look now based on 08, I mean, we're $14 trillion uh, higher than we were in 08 as far as mortgages and student loan debt, uh, credit card debt's a trillion dollars higher. Uh, you know, the Americans... Paycheck to paycheck, and we start as we have talked in the past of of uh, living paycheck to paycheck, bankruptcies on the rise. I mean, there's there, you know this is real stuff happening, um, and uh, I think this is why our metals are are climbing because yeah, I mean it's a matter of time. I, I don't you know I don't know. So I got a serious question for the both of you. Let's have Brian respond and then Kurt. Is a U.S. currency war coming? Is that what they're setting up here? Yeah, I I, th- I think that yeah, you look across the uh, the globe, and uh, I think yeah, I think most countries are trying to get away from the dollar. You know, it's, it, there's there's a shift. I think we've lost a lot of control in in our dollar, and and uh, printing the fiat currency as we have, and and some of the things that have transpired over this period of years is yeah, caused some real havoc worldwide. Kurt, you think a currency war is coming? Well, I think it's going on on a regular basis, Sam. And, um, you know, I was uh, um, last night at the farmer's market, one of the ones that I go to, and uh, we, on the table was the uh, $100 trillion notes from um, Zimbabwe. And uh, one lady uh, came by, and, you know, she was like... Um, Wow, I'm from Zimbabwe. I've been gone for about 20 years, she said. But man, they just they just um, ruined that country. It was the breadbasket of uh, you know of Africa, and uh, she said that the uh, basically the socialists, uh, communists, has ruined it by you know ruining the economy. She says she sees the same thing happening here. But, um, you know, when you compare our dollar to, you know, the Zimbabwe money, you think, well, man, that's pretty sound. But then when you see, you know, these, quote, jitters in the economy, uh, then where do people go with paper money? I think they head to uh, good places like gold and silver. And that's why you see it doing what it's doing. Yeah. So let me give you a couple of headlines to kind of illustrate how they manipulate the news. And I think that they are truly looking for a, a – they're trying to take the economy and blame it on the Donald, as far as I can tell. Here's two headlines. 
global stocks volatile after China promises tariff retaliation. Wall Street Journal. Stocks set for strong open after China says it hopes to meet halfway on trade issues. CNBC. Okay. There you go. What? Um, Strong open. Volatile is all get out. But then this headline. They say here are the worst stock performers since the Dow dropped 800 points. Okay, that makes me feel better. That's market watch, right? Um, but it gets worse. I'll tell you about it in a second. Sam Kurt and Brian on your radio. This is the Honest Money Report. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Live. Exposing corruption, informing citizens, pursuing liberty. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Chris Barnes. Philadelphia's mayor is the latest official to be making a plea for tougher gun laws, this time after six Philly police officers were shot and wounded late yesterday. Jim Kenney says officers, quote, need help in keeping guns off the street. The shootings happened as officers were trying to serve a warrant on Maurice Hill. It led to a nearly eight-hour standoff, finally ending after Hill's lawyer, Shaka Johnson, spoke to him on the phone. I could sense he was panicking and trying to figure out how do I get out of this situation alive. And so I really want to thank the uh, Philadelphia Police Department with respect to their patience that they instituted. This evening, President Trump's to hold a campaign rally in New Hampshire, a state he lost to Democrat Hillary Clinton in 2016. Democratic groups are planning protests near the venue. This is USA Radio News. This is Shell Rotella gas truck. This is truck oil. This is hunting, fishing, camping way off the grid oil. This is climbing mountains in the rain, snow, and mud oil. This is hauling the world's greatest tailgate party halfway across the country, oil. This is not top-down cruising to the corner store for cupcakes oil. This is Shell Rotella gas truck, just for your truck and SUV, oil. Find Shell Rotella gas truck at your local Advance Auto Parts today. Liberty Mutual Insurance presents. When generic insurance takes hold, one handsome man and one flightless bird are teaming up to save the world. Money. Their message? Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance so you only pay for what you need. Their mission? Savings. Their relationship? Best friends. Say hello to Liberty Mutual's new spokes team. And Doug. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Underwritten by Liberty Mutual Insurance Company and affiliates. Equal housing insurer. State laws apply. Prosecutors say a woman charged with breaching more than 100 million Capital One credit applications may have hacked more than two dozen other companies. The FBI arresting Paige Thompson last month. She's due in a Seattle federal court for a hearing today. The U.S. Attorney's Office now says servers in her bedroom contain data stolen from over 30 companies, schools, and other organizations. Fifty years ago today, the Woodstock Festival got underway in a small town in New York State. About 400,000 people showed up on Max Yasker's farm for the three days of peace and music. There were reports that numerous babies were born there. This woman claims she was one of them. I was 
still in utero during the first two days of Woodstock, but by the beginning of the third day, I'd finally been born. So I got to see Jimi Hendrix close out the festival. Plans to hold a concert to mark the 50-year Woodstock anniversary recently fell apart. And this is USA Radio News. I want to dedicate this song to Mr. Rupert Murdoch. Markets tank, they say, ladies and gentlemen. Wednesday after the bond markets sounded a loud warning that a recession is coming. Yeah. Investors are spooked by a scenario known as the inverted yield curve, which occurs when the interest rates on, quote, short-term bonds are higher than the interest rates paid by long-term bonds. What it means, ladies and gentlemen, is it means that people are so worried about the short-term future that they're piling into what's called safer long-term investments. In a healthy economy, they claim bondholders typically demand to be paid more. In other words, receive a higher yield on longer-term bonds than they do for short-term bonds. Why? Because their investment's longer. They want more money, right? Makes sense? That's because longer-term bonds require people to lock their money up for a greater period of time, right? Investors want to be compensated for that longer-term, quote, risk. In contrast, anyway, they go on and on and on. But the bottom line with this whole thing is they're playing games and they're nursing this reality. Let me give you an example of a headline that really highlights it. Stocks plunge after yield curve inverted. History says, don't worry, Barons. How do you not worry when you write a headline like that there, Brian? Hey, everything's melting down, but don't worry. History says it's okay. There you go. That's right. The sky is falling. All right. Recession watch. What is an inverted yield curve, and why does it matter? Washington Post writes this. And I'm telling you, every column I'm reading is literally doomsday-esque as you can possibly imagine, Brian. Yeah. Well, you know, I just think that, that some of the things that we've been talking about for, well, a long time now, there's so many things. I mean, just this is one more thing that they can, you know, that we can talk about. You know, I think bottom line is is, is uh, this fiat currency is is uh, hasn't done us any good. We've gone away from God's principles and laws and rights wrong, wrongs right. We now we have instead of honest money, we have you know those that want to just print money and and keep us in debt and and you know and and, and basically the middle class are, are being hit. The hardest problem. There's no question about that. Now, listen to this in the article. Every U.S. recession since 1955 has had this uh, reality with this, quote, yield, you know, inverting. But they say the problem is it sometimes happened months or even years before the recession comes or starts because of that link, they say, substantial and long-lasting inversions of the yield curve are largely viewed as a, quote, strong predictor the downturns on the way. And my question is how much of that is because of that yield disparity or yield inversion versus how much of it is the panic that it ensues? How much of a self-fulfilling prophecy do we create here? I mean, it's, it's an amazing question, right? Right. Uh, I agree. I, I think that, yeah. <laughs> Forecasting economic developments, Brian, they continue, is a tricky business. But don't worry, this yield curve has a strikingly accurate record of forecasting recessions. So it's reliably followed by an economic slowdown and by a recession. 
the fact that people are anyway they go on and on. But all I'm look at this. Um, didn't we right after 1955 uh, decide to divorce our gold and silver stability money for fake money? And uh, what's interesting is they tracked this back to 55. That's when we started the decoupling in the late 50s, early 60s. It got finished by like 1971 or so. And uh, what they're really doing is tracking the meltdowns since then. But yet they go to the Federal Reserve folks to try to get the answers. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> what do you say, Kurt? I mean, it's, this tie is amazing and no one's focusing on it but us. Well, uh, Sam, uh, you know, we see this often, uh, at least in my opinion, there'll be a story about some insider boy who, uh, you know, has some secrets about a certain stock. I don't know if it's Google or Apple or, you know, you can take your pick, but um, every so often somebody will be accused of um, insider trading because they know what's up. And... uh, Aren't these guys that basically the world elites, you know, the the Bilderberg type guys and et cetera, aren't they insiders and they basically know how this whole thing works uh, when their friends in the media start pumping up the idea that there's going to be a recession or a whatever, then they they should have figured out that that means that, you know, stocks are going to go down and the gold and silver is going to rise so then don't they usually uh i mean we see those stories about banks buying up gold and silver um don't they usually buy low and sell high and and uh you know we should just learn from right that's the idea here but here's what's interesting now they have a headline that says this banks are paying people to borrow money that's an alarming news for the global economy. And then some are even suggesting that you might be able to get a home loan pretty soon where it would have negative interest. In other words, you get paid interest to have the home loan there, Brian. Yeah. Bank. I want a home loan like that. Right. Pay me to come and get it. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I think you mentioned it, a little bit of that uh, You know, back in, in 71, the, what they called the Nixon, Nixon shock as far as going uh, – you know, uh, away from the gold standard and, and, and creating this bubble of, of fiat currency. But we, we've seen cycles like this, you know, the ups and downs and ups and downs and recessions and so on and, and things that have hit. But have we learned? Have we have we learned anything as opposed to, you know, continues to get worse? It kind of gets worse and worse and worse. And, uh, <clears throat> and I, you know, I think on a world basis, Facing our currency on a world, they are. Are we going to be the ones to kind of forward ahead, or is it going to be some other country now who's positioned themselves in a better position to, to either back what they have in currency out there, or, you know, as we have not, we've gone away from that. And the question: Who really decides this? Is it transparency and open economies and honest money driving out bad money and, and honest uh, commerce driving out bad commerce, uh, or is it really the global elite, a hidden hand somewhere that manipulates all monies and all currencies around the world with an agenda to level the playing field across countries, to emerge certain countries uh, as economically viable and or victorious over time? Uh, where does the money end and war begin uh, economically as well as physical war? You know where. Uh, this is a very dicey business to discuss, except 
to say. This is the Liberty Roundtable Live Honest Money Report. And when it comes to honesty, what I don't like doing is trading in futures and paper manipulations. And the other thing I don't like is countries manipulating their currencies. We blame China and other nations for doing it. But as far as I can tell, if the media jumps out and the Federal Reserve says, hey, we can't cut it, we can't uh, raise interest rates, we've got to cut them because, man, there's fears coming up. So now the Fed's, you know, tipping their hands, setting the market. Then the media jumps on with headlines like I've just given you all over the place. Banks are paying people to borrow money. Isn't that a horrible uh, gauge for the global, the global, the global? See, they keep that up. Economy. Recession watch. What is an inverted yield curve and why does it matter to you? Stocks tumble. Stocks plunge. Here are the worst stock performers. Um, okay. Global stocks volatile. Uh, is a currency war coming? And, and we ask all this stuff, and then uh, we go around and say, hey, um, at what point then have we created this? Uh, and at what point can we follow fundamental principles and prevent it? Why are we talking about how bad it is and this is the predictor and there's nothing we can do about it? If we can manipulate it, we could certainly do something to change it. Or if we could return to honest money, uh, it might not be that way. How come we're not talking about what's going on since 1776 or 1787, depending on when you want to you know, start the republic. Um, why don't we talk about it then till now, as opposed to since 1955? Answer, they can only talk about the manipulated currencies, because if they talk about the other currency, people will see the contrast too strongly and realize honest money is the only answer, Brian. That's right. You, you're, you're right on. You know, and, and, and that's, that, that's the, the issues like this exactly. I think you're elitist. You know, I think they, you know, worldwide, uh, you know, but yeah, they... they try to, to, to manipulate or do what they can to, to maintain strength and power and, and uh, control. And, and uh, so, you know, they're, they're determining to keep and suppress the people. And so at this point, you know, I, I think the biggest issues, like you mentioned, is, is this great debt that holds over our head. We buried our heads in the sand, a lot of us. We, we haven't really stood up, I guess, and fought the fight that, to say, you know what, to make America great again, we need to get back to where we, we are. But see, the elitists don't want that. They don't want us to have the power or, or, or have to change because they want that control. And, uh, and, and that's why there's wars, and that's why we're seeing so much havoc amongst ourselves. We're fighting amongst ourselves because news creates that. Uh, get rid of our guns. Get rid- I mean, there's just so much commotion out there that... Uh, you know, it's, it's, I think it's really hard now to get back to where we need to be. And so we, we're, we're trying. You guys are doing a great job, and so we're trying. But, man, are we, are, you know, are there, is anybody listening at the top? And you've tried, Sam, to, to, to talk to Trump and other people. Yes, I have. Hang tight, Brian. Can you stay with us one more segment? Yeah. All right, cool. Brian Rust with us, ladies and gentlemen. RustCoinandGift.com. That's RustCoinandGift.com. If you want an honest friend in the coin business, you got it. We're talking about our honest money report, ladies and gentlemen. The only answer in my mind is to return to our supreme law. We'll talk about that with Kurt, Brian, in seconds. Liberty Roundtable Live. Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody better have a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's going to do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? 
Republicans, who are they? Democrats. Who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt, and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency. Hey, listen up. This is a deep state alert. Former Texas Congressman Steve Stockman, who moved to arrest Lois Lerner for contempt of Congress, has been imprisoned by the very office that Lerner led. You heard right. Stockman hit the Obama administration hard, and they hit back with the full force of the federal government. The guy who said he wanted Mark Levin as Speaker of the House was the first to threaten Obama's impeachment, exposed Hillary's selling steel to the Iranians, and blocked both Obama's immigration and gun bills from even reaching the House. But Obama holdovers came after him in federal court with trumped up charges and have locked our guy up. Like many others, he was on Obama's hit list. Steve fought for us in Congress. Now we need to fight for him. Don't abandon this wounded hero on the battlefield. Let's help cover his massive legal costs. To chip in five bucks or more, text the word FIGHT to 444-999. That's FIGHT, F-I-G-H-T, to 444-999. Or go to DefendAPatriot.com. That's DefendAPatriot.com. The only way I know, if we're going to talk about the Honest Money Report, folks, the only way I know to really make a difference is to return to honest constitutional currency. After all, Kurt, it is the supreme law of our land. Well, yes, Sam, there's a thing that we call the Constitution of the United States. And in this uh, little tiny booklet that most people can get, uh, Article 1, that's, you know, the first section, Article 1, Section 10, um, it says, No state shall make anything but gold and silver coin a tender in payment of debts. Now, if you don't understand what that means, uh, Google even uh, breaks it down for you. You know, they say that uh, this is what that means. States must make only silver and gold to pay for things. Well, I mean, even Google figures that out. Um, Sam, maybe, maybe the Congress could figure it out. Almost got me. They're the ones that put the fake money in play. I should say they're forebears in Congress, or whatever, whatever term you want to use, right? Um, this is serious because no one that I know of, Kurt and Brian, with any credibility. Or I shouldn't say credibility. That's not fair. Anybody who uh, has any um, clout might be the better term. Nobody's really talking about this return to honest money. I don't even hear Ron Paul talking about it. Yeah, they want to audit and then the Fed, which is good. But no one's clearly saying on the national stage, except for me, really, um, why aren't we using the constitutional mandated by law, the supreme law currency, uh, and if everything is so volatile, and if a recession's on the way, clinging to honest money, we just talked right at the start of the broadcast how gold and silver are holding their value, and the dollar's tanking against gold and silver right now. Now, and, all uh, private one investors, thing to throw in: all private investors, Kurt, are moving to gold and silver because they see it. Why can't we, as a country, Kurt? Yeah, that's a great point. And one thing uh, is pretty interesting is on the break. Uh, if you listened, uh, you know, you hear the. Uh, 
Rand Paul basically talking about um, the destruction of the currency and uh, the collapse of the stock market. I mean, that's right there, you know, an ad that you put together, right, Sam? Yeah, but without me doing that, most people wouldn't even know Ron or Rand said that. I commend Rand for saying it, and I commend the focus. I'm just saying it's not. The people can't get the news unless guys like me dig it up and put it together and promote it and play it over and over and over and over until people get it. No one knows Rand's saying that, really. I don't mean no one, because obviously Congress heard it or, or sometimes the people hear it if they're listening to Rand Paul or something like that. I'm not saying there's not a blip here or there, and I'm not faulting Rand for this at all. What I'm saying to you, though, is we've got to somehow deal with this media blackout, this divorce between truth and error, um, this divorce between fake news and reality, uh, this uh, reality check where no one's really able to peddle, this is what I mean by the national stage, the honest money discussion enough. Rand's doing his best. We're doing our best. But we're all these moving parts that seem to be somehow separate uh, without a Herculean effort, Brian. Yeah, I agree. You know, well, your Rand stands up there and says, wouldn't it be nice to just let's cut 1%. 1%. Let's just cut. Is any? But the, do they do that? No, they don't make any effort to do that. They have their own agendas. And, hey, if I'm going to cut 1%, I need 10% more over here I like it, so I can do this. They're just, you know, and, and, and right now it's, it's been such a big fight on anything. I mean, the, the swamp over here. It doesn't matter. What, it doesn't matter if you're trying to do right things. They don't care. It's it's all wrong. It's right is wrong, and it's, it's we're seeing so much of it that it's it's crazy. And and it's the spending, reckless spending at the top. I think most people, you know, all they see is okay. Well, my taxes, of school tax just went up. My the roads, they need more money for roads. I get a I get a three percent tax raised because they need this it just it continues to grow and grow and pull from those that really don't have it and the other top they don't care big big your 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 big 500 comp giant companies who are kind of running this country i would say uh they don't care and half and you know most of these their employees aren't even american now they're they're global right so so they're not really tied to america they are they're about making profits and giving back to shareholders but they don't really care about the middle class, really. I mean, they'll lay off just as many people in their jobs so that they can pay, you know, buy back some of their stuff. I don't, I don't know. It's just a, it's just an ongoing cycle. So, yeah, Rand being up there and saying, yeah, let's cut it 1% or 2 nobody wants to hear it. They just want to do their All right. Thing. Well, I'm going to help out Donald Trump, ladies and gentlemen, because that's what we do on this program. We help the president of the United States stand for truth. So here's what you need to know, Donald. You ready? Listen up, my friend. Because I got a tidbit for you that's incredible news. Incredible news. A window of opportunity for you, my brother. Are you ready, Donald? Today in history. What's the date, Kurt? August 14th, 2019, right? Or I'm in August 15th. Today is the 15th. Right, yeah. August 15th, mm-hmm. 2019, right? Today in history. On August 15th, believe it or not, 1971, um, your president then, Mr. Nixon, shut the window. Yeah, President Richard Nixon slammed shut the gold window and eliminated the vast, last vestige of the gold standard. By executive order, Nixon uncoupled gold from its fixed $35 price and suspended the ability of foreign banks to directly exchange dollars for gold. Now, Nixon, of course, promised the action would be temporary. Uh, He said he wanted to defend the dollar against the, quote, speculators. This turned out to be an outright lie. 
the president's move permanently separated the dollar from gold and turned it into a complete pure fiat currency. Nixon's order was the end of a path off the gold standard that started during Roosevelt's administration. That would be, just so you know, June 5th, 1933. So we start off the gold standard. We have a massive depression, bigger than any we've ever experienced. And then on the other side of it, we completely decouple. It's temporary to try try to get back on our feet. The lie has been in place for what? Well over 50 years now? And now we're basically facing these doldrums due to fake currency. And Donald has a window of opportunity to bring up this day in history and say, I'm going to return us to the constitutional gold standard uh, and silver standard, the, the dual metal standard. If one president can take us off, another president can bring us back, baby. And Donald, I submit to you that you have the opportunity to mark the beginning of honest money. They marked the beginning of a slow death when Congress enacted a, quote, joint resolution erasing the right of creditors in the United States to demand payment in gold. And you know what? You can return it. The move, by the way, was the culmination of other actions taken by Roosevelt back in 1933. Uh, Anyway, this goes on. But I'm telling you, this is the exact day. What an opportunity for the current president if he wants to stand for honest money, Brian. Yeah. Amen. There you go. Well, I'm glad you did that. Now I hope he hears. You need to tune in. Uh, So bottom line today in history, Nixon slams shut the gold window and lied about it. Brian, that's the bottom line is he lied. Would he he do that? The president lied? Roger that. Yes, sir, he did. (laughs) So see, we're talking about the Honest Money Report, ladies and gentlemen, on Liberty Roundtable Live. Kurt, do you want to respond to this? Today in history, the president literally slammed shut the gold window and flat out lied about it. And now what we're going to do is we're going to call Donald a liar. Okay. I mean, it's a Well, he just needs to go over there to that gold window, wherever that is, um, you know. Donald does? And, and unslam it shut. I mean, you unslam know, it's slammed it. like shut that. before, um, you know, just open it back up and say, hey, man, we're back open for business. We found out that the Constitution says uh, we're supposed to be using silver and gold, man, Let's let's have a good time and make America great again. I completely concur with Kurt, Brian, but I'm not holding my breath, sir. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you know, I look at this, and it's just shocking to me blatantly. The news the networks refuse to use, like us, Tenth Amendment Center brought this to my attention, by the way, so they deserve credit. But I look at this, and I go, man... We're not even talking about this. But if we're going to talk about an honest money report, everybody else is just talking about how everything's about to melt down, buddy. I'm telling you, we're on the brink, the precipice. Uh, you know, you're hanging from the roof, buddy, by your fingertips. And you're, you can't help but you're going to let go. History says so, Brian. I mean, these people are crazy. Then they wonder why it goes all south. Yeah. And I'm going, hey, man, constitutional currency is the answer. Now, is there any volatility in a constitutionally uh, mandated um Honest money system, gold and silver. Is there any swings? Yeah, there's always swings in the economy. I'll give you an example. If you have a big famine, it might be hard to get grain. Grain might be more expensive, for instance. I'm not saying there's no fluctuations in honest money. There already there are. But the fluctuations are less extreme and less subject to manipulation by uh, unscrupulous people, Brian. That's right. Yeah, you get back to honest money. I, I think it, it, it well, it, it trickles down and, and helps and blesses, I think, everybody down the way. I think... 
You know, I mean, the end of spending and, and the fiat currency doesn't help anybody down here. I mean, it just seems like they want to print more and they need to tax more and they need to get more to do this, whatever. I mean, yeah, let's let's open that window and and uh, yeah, make history change. Do you think Brian will, or do you think uh, Trump will hear this, Kurt? Do you think Trump will be? You know? Well, did you see that? Here's the Breitbart headline for you. Trump, colon. Fed to blame for a crazy inverted yield curve. You know, he's right on target, but the point is, all he really says is that uh, they raised the interest rates too much and now they've lowered them too slowly. Why didn't he just say, we got to get rid of the Fed? Well, it's the, the problem that I have with the media too, Kurt. They always bring you to the brink of solution, but they never take you across the bridge. They never give you the real answer. So let's blame the Fed and blame that they, you know, they're not lowering interest rates or helping me enough, but not really blame the Fed as the whole existence of the thing is the problem. So they'll always bring you to the brink. They'll complain plenty and make you depressed and discouraged, but they'll never bring you to the real answers. And the real answer is, hey, all Donald's got to say is Nixon promised it would be temporary. I'm sorry temporary took so long. It took a guy like me to make temporary temporary. Thank you very much. Temporary dishonest money. Let's return to honest money and make America honest again. What do you say to that, Brian? Yeah, I think you're right on. You know, you know but is he, is he going to respond to that? Is he, is he responding more to, you know, maybe he'll make a comment, but is he responding more to those that he associates with, with the big business, the big corporations who, who uh, they don't want to open that window. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll tell you what you need to do. You need to go to RustCoinAndGift.com or your favorite um, coin dealer, and you need to get honest money. You need to get dimes and, and quarters. Um, some of them, some people call it junk silver, but it's stable as a rock. It's great stuff. You also need to get, in my opinion, silver eagle, silver dollars or one ounce rounds. I like the silver eagle because they got a premium of promoting America behind them as well. But I'm telling you, you get uh, dimes and quarters, that junk silver, and you get a silver eagle, silver dollars, and you just slowly but surely store up a good sizable amount of that over time don't panic and go in debt or anything to do it but just stably gather a little bit at a time every week or every couple weeks with your paycheck buy one or two or five or whatever you can afford and just slowly but surely let that thing gather and if you do so over a long period of time pretty soon you'll have real wealth you will take possession of it it'll be honest money and then these doldrums of panic that everybody peddles in the media you can just smile and go i got a hedge baby when the dollar starts to tank uh, my stability remains. Put that as part of your portfolio, would you please? That is our recommendation. Brian, thank you so much, sir. Hey, thanks. You guys are doing a great job. There he goes. Brian Rust. RustQuentinGift.com doing a phenomenal job. Uh, I'm telling you, you know, they always say, uh, you know, you got a friend in the diamond business. Well, you got a friend in the coin business, folks. An honest man uh, helping you know what is best for you and your portfolio. Don't put all your money in. Or all your eggs in one basket. You know, get a little bit of food, a little bit of guns, a little bit of uh, ammunition, a little bit of, you know, medical supplies, a little bit of gold and silver. You know, spread your stability out and be wise. But I'm telling you, invest in honest money, would you please? RustQuinnandGift.com. All right, for Sam and Kurt, Hour 1 of the Can, Hour 2 coming up. We declare this nation shall endure. LibertyRoundTable.com. Donate today, would you please? <laughs> 